Welcome in, everybody. We're back. The boys. We're still alive. The Chiefs are still going. Back to another Super Bowl. And so we're back with another episode of Dom That's True. That's right. We're still talking football because the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. You know, again, again, a, a fair warning in a few weeks here. It's going gonna, it's gonna to turn into a hard hockey podcast. And no one's gonna no one's gonna be ready for that switch. But for now, we're still talking football. And we get to even talk more. We get to talk even more about the Chiefs. And of course, I'm Truman Steen, joined here by Owen Domination Dom. Domination seven sorry, it's Domination Seven on Twitch and Twitter. And of course I'm so Truman Truman Steen the Steam Machine on Twitch and Twitter as well. Uh but Truman, to be fair, we're gonna talk some NBA offseason. I don't really want to talk about the NBA regular season, but I just think NBA is probably the most exciting offseason. Post because you know postseason or off season? Uh, off season. I think Fair the off season is better. Free agent signings and such? yes, that's so much more fun than the actual games. Because yeah. the NBA is like, you know, five players are a team, so you know they're all forming super teams. That's way that's way more fun than the actual games, dude. I'm telling you. That is some interesting analysis. You. Five players are a team. You heard it here first. <laughs> that's okay. I know. I know. I'm just. I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm just giving you a hard time. Welcome everybody in. Uh, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk a little NBA off season, maybe whenever that off comes season. up. Off season, just the off season. Maybe post season. Any- maybe we'll talk a little post season. We talked a little post season last post season. Oh, I had an idea that we should definitely talk about March Madness. By the way, not the college regular season, but we should at least do maybe an episode or two on college. On maybe March we'll, Madness. Yeah, maybe we'll do a few March Madness. Yeah, we've got you know. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of sports to talk about during this off season with the NFL. So. You know, we'll have options, but we'll mostly be NHL. But for now, we're still in the NFL. Yes, sir. And most importantly, yes, we're in the NFL postseason. And most importantly, we still get to talk about the Chiefs because they're in the Super Bowl yes, for a second sir. year in a row. The only, we're probably the only Chiefs generation that's got to see two. We, we're, we are the only. The, everybody right now is living through the first generation that gets to see the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl two times back to back. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, back to back, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obvi- I mean, that's that's a dumb thing to say. That's a that's a you know ridiculous statement in itself. But I mean, but how it's kind of cool. How many teams get to see the go to the Super Bowl back to back? You know, you know, Boston fans. That's is that it? Is there any other team that's? Uh, I guess Seahawks fans went back to back, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Denver fans. They played each. They Denver fans back to back. Seattle fans back to back. 49ers fans. Cowboys. Steelers. Yeah. Patriots. Yeah, but most of that's most of that's ancient history, except for you know, recently uh, Boston, it, Boston the, Denver, and Seattle. Yeah, in the last decade, it's been the Patriots, Seattle, and Denver have gone both. I've all gone back to back Super Bowls. I'm pretty sure. But none of none of them have won back to back. Not in this decade, no. No, the Patriots were the last ones to go back to back in 0304. I think they knocked off the panthers Man, and the I, eagles i, don't, I, I always go back and forth on when this. i was that young dude i didn't watch football like i that. remember them winning field goals it was rams and eagles rams and eagles and then they also when beat they were, the panthers yeah, st louis yeah sounds sounds yeah 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 because yeah because andy reed lost yeah greatest to, on turf yeah 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 because they but they but i remember they they were just winning by a field goal like every time then like, when people talk about Tom Brady being the best quarterback of all time because he had the best kicker of all time, well, that's kind of a joke. It's also kind of kind of the, kind of of the true. <laughs> One of the most clutch playoff kickers of all time. It was Panthers-Eagles. I, I told you it was Panthers-Eagles. We got our fact checkers running the, running the facts here. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, 
this is this is off topic still. We'll eventually get onto topic here, but this is probably the greatest run that we've had in Kansas City sports in a long time. This, you know, oh yeah, when, oh, yeah. by the time, it's really our generation though, true. Right, for me like, and we, you, we, we've got to see. You know, if you're a soccer fan, even if you're not a soccer fan, it doesn't matter. Sporting has won, you know, five trophies that you know during all our adult life, starting in 2013. Right, but you know, two, going, but two MLS, well, one MLS Cup though. Right, and then they won the two off, but they also won those two tournaments. You know, during those regular yeah, they won like the, the Lamar Cup. Hunt Cup or yeah. And, it's the oh, it's yeah. the Community Cup, I believe it's called. Okay, it's still you know it's a secondary tournament, but it still counts as a trophy. And then you know we saw the Royals win, and now we've seen the Chiefs win. You know what's next? The Comets are gonna win whatever. <laughs> like our indoor soccer team is gonna win now. Like yeah, I mean, who's next? Yeah, I mean by the time by by the time we were when we were in high school. Sporting KC won a cup. Then, by the time we were 18, the Royals won the World Series, and they went to the World Series when we were 17. Yep. And then, uh, now, twenty at 22, the Chiefs, for me, at least, and you, at 22, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Was I 20? No. Yes, I was 22 still. I'll be 24 for the Super Bowl, only because my birthday is in a weird spot there. Where right. last year, it was February 1st. My birthday is February sixth. So last year I was twenty two. This year, if they win it right. again, I'll be twenty four. But yep. essentially, every every so often, again, this has been the best ten year stretch of Kansas City sports ever, for sure. Ever, yeah, not debatable, not debatable. Right, and I mean, you could go back to that Kansas City Cup and go, you know, so the Chiefs could still add on more Super Bowl titles, and the Royals could compete. Next season, I mean, you know, we've got two or three more years before this decade caps off, and this could be one of the best runs of Kansas City sports you'll ever see. But all beside the point, let's talk specifically about those Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh, obviously, the Chiefs uh, pretty much dismantled the Buffalo Bills this week. They beat them 38-24. You were actually pretty close. What was your score prediction that we talked uh, 37, about? 37-26. 37-26. Yeah, you were three points off Yep. total. You're... One point. I mean, thirty-eight twenty-four is such an odd score. I don't even know if anybody would ever guess that. Right, but the thing is, Truman, that shouldn't have been even been the scoreline. The scoreline no. should have been like forty-five to nine. Like the the Bills were, were never got themselves into a field position to score their touchdown. They got one of their touchdowns from McCall Hardman muffing the punt. Right. And that the and they got their other touchdown in garbage from. In garbage time, from an onside kick that was dropped when our, one of our players got his legs taken out from under him. True, true, yeah. And other than that, the rest were field goals. Other than that, kicked four field goals. A lot of field goals being kicked. That was, uh, in case anybody's wondering, Tom Brady, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, whoever's coaching you guys at this point, it's either Bruce Arians or Tom Brady. I don't. They've debated it between each other. Uh, if you're watching this, don't kick field goals. Stop kicking field goals against Patrick Mahomes. It's not the way you win, especially if you can't run the ball, as we sure. saw with Buffalo. But all that being said, yeah, that this score could have been a lot worse. McCullough doesn't drop that. You take a touchdown away from Buffalo. Tyreek Hill doesn't drop that opening pass. Probably add another field goal or touchdown. Well, so Truman, so think about it this way. Chiefs score touchdowns on 50% of their possessions against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. You know, and right. that's not counting the McCole Hardman muff punt as as a as a possession. Right. So when, when Patrick had, Mahomes you know, has been in the game, three and a half, 
three and a half points of possession with two kneels to end the half and then to end the game. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Right. That's insane. Yes. When Patrick Mahomes has been in the game, they've punted one time this offseason. I mean, this postseason. And that was on the Tyree Kill drop when they went three and out to start start this game. But all that brings us to this first question. Owen, is there a rival to Mahomes in the AFC or even the NFL at this point? The only rival Mahomes has isn't even a quarterback. Um, it's a rival for best player in the NFL, and that's Aaron Donald. And But literally, other than that, there's no one who's as dominant at their position as those two. And so... In terms of an offensive player, no. It's, it's obvious, man. It, they tried. They try every year saying somebody is, is close to him. You know, Jared Goff, 2018. Oh, Goff's slinging it too. Last year. Oh, Lamar, dude. He threw 35 touchdowns. You know, he's crazy. Uh, you know, easiest schedule in the NFL. You don't need to make me go there again. Right. Um, Josh Allen. You know, he's getting close. He's bridging the gap. He, he's... Some people said he overtook overtook him. No, it's not close. It's it's not. It's time to stop saying that. It's time to stop saying pe- players are better than Patrick Mahomes. Gets it done. He makes throws while he's being tackled that go twenty yards. He jukes defenders with a turf toe, by the way, and he, he embarrasses people. He makes you look bad. There's no one is as good as Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't matter if he doesn't win the MVP. MVP doesn't mean best player. MVP means 17th strengths of schedule and you didn't finish out your season, so you played week 17. That's what MVP means. Right. Uh, Derrick Henry also has a run for probably one of the most... Uh, oh, yeah, dominant at the, at the position. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it, out of those three, those are Patrick Mahomes' rivals, I guess. Right, but, I mean, uh, Derrick Henry has had a good two- to three-year run here. <laughs> We'd like to see... Uh, what they, what he can keep doing. Aaron Donald has done this for five to ten years or so, and I don't know if we'll ever appreciate Aaron Donald for what he truly is. Oh, that being, I mean, he's a defensive tackle. It's just so hard to see what he is, and I think it'll always be tough for us to actually appreciate what Aaron Donald is. But it's much easier to appreciate what guys like Derrick Henry are doing or Patrick Mahomes is doing. And I think if Derrick Henry can, if Derrick Henry can run for fifteen hundred yards again next season. Then we can start talking about Derrick Henry being on the level of, you know, the most dominant player right now. But obviously, Aaron Donald's probably a Hall of Famer. Right. But, and, and sorry, Derrick Henry came from the chat. So, but I don't know if Derrick Henry has a Hall of Fame stake at this point. I think Aaron Donald has a Hall of Fame stake. A few defensive right. players of the year, all pro pretty much every season. Unanimous all and, pro for the past few seasons. Well, and he's going to get the benefit of the doubt of technically being an undersized guy. I mean, he's huge now, but he's six one, so you know people didn't think he could make it because he was, quote, too short, too small to play the position. Right, right. And every year, but every year with Patrick Mahomes, we do this where they say, "You, you said it, but you, you, you've said it great." Is you know we say, "Oh, is this guy the the guy that's going to rival Patrick Mahomes? Is this guy the guy that's going to?" And it's the answer is never is never yes. I don't. We do this every time, and the answer is never yes. I don't know. Sometime at some point in Patrick Mahomes' career, he will be challenged. That is fair. At and I know we're all waiting on probably. Probably. I know we're all waiting on it. Maybe the guy's already here. Maybe 
you know, Peyton Manning didn't have an didn't have an amazing start to his career. He won Rookie of the Year. No, he didn't win Rookie of the Year. Maybe uh, he broke the rookie interception record, but I think he still won Rookie of the Year. Maybe, but you know, it took Peyton Manning seven or eight years to win his first Super Bowl. I think he won it in 06. I think he came into the league 97, 98. Again, I was you know being a child during that time, so. Uh, if I if I get these years wrong, but it took it took Manning a bit a bit to get over the hump. It took Jordan a bit to get over the hump uh, in the NBA, for example. So maybe that rival of Mahomes is playing right now. Maybe it will be Josh Allen. Maybe it will be Deshaun Watson once he gets out of that hellish organization Jackson. that is the Houston Texans. Yeah, maybe it's Lamar Jackson if he gets an actual number one wide receiver, a top a top yeah, twenty wide receiver. Yeah, and so, but right now, no, I don't. I, there's definitely not one in the AFC, and if there's one in the NFL. Again, it's the flavor. It's the flavor of the year. Jared Goff two years ago, Lamar Jackson last year, Aaron Rodgers was the guy this year. And but also to be fair, the 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 NFL MVP has been there to pick up the trophy for presumptively the last three seasons, counting this one, with Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes all being able to pick up theirs. So I'm not that upset about Patrick Mahomes not winning the MVP. I think right. we were all big on it, Mahomes winning it, and then he kind of faltered down the stretch, and we were like, well, oh well. Because, you know, at I the mean, end of the day, everybody says the same cliche line about, well, you know, Mahomes is going to win the MVP. And every fan response, well, I'd rather he win Super Bowl MVP. So, Aaron yeah. Truman, this from the chat, just real quick. I want to talk about this for like yeah, two sure. seconds. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my homies dropped in and said, Tim Tebow making a comeback. And, you know, obviously that's a joke. Tim Tebow is not making a comeback. But what Tim Tebow does have is a better playoff passer rating than uh, Tom Brady. So I just want to just Jesus Christ, dude. I Okay, I responded. I don't know if you saw this on Sunday or Monday night. One of those nights I was laying down in bed, and Barry, uh, if you guys don't follow Barry McCockner on Twitter, he's a big Tom Brady troll. Yeah. He, he'll always, he'll always uh, trick the, the mainstream guys. He's the guys that they'll tweet something out and they'll go, oh, shit, we got tricked. And so... He'll pose as Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport or stuff like that and tweet stuff out. And then everybody goes crazy over the news and then it's fake news. But he's a big Tom Brady denier. But, man, it's gotten – he's he's stretching, man. You look at it more and more and you're like, I get that Tom Brady's probably not as impressive as you want him to be. But he is probably the GOAT, you know, because it's – right. I just like that stat. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, again, it doesn't matter, you know. He, and he'll put out stuff. It's like, Tom Brady's worst six six games, and it's like Aaron Rodgers is seven games in the playoffs. And I'm like, you're comparing his worst right. six versus Aaron Rodgers' seven. You're like, yeah, he's right. played right. worse than Aaron Rodgers in those six for sure. And there's something to be said for getting the job done. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes is actually the only quarterback to ever throw for – in his first three conference championships games, he's the only one to ever throw for three touchdowns and zero interceptions in all of them. I did not know that. There's only been That's one incredible. quarterback who's thrown three touchdowns in all of them, and I think it was Montana. And I think Montana, but Montana threw an interception in like one or two of those. So, again, uh, it just it just goes to show that right now there is nobody that compares to Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady's fallen off enough. He's a good quarterback. He's a Ryan Tannehill. That's how I feel about Tom Brady, honestly. At best right now, Truman. At that, best. Not at best. Not at best. Two of those he three is, interceptions were terrible. That's fine. Terrible. 
we don't see a lot of interceptions because we watch Patrick Mahomes, Owen. You've got to understand that. You got to understand that every that that's what most quarterbacks do a lot. I'm Patrick just Mahomes. For some respect on Ryan Tannehill. He doesn't throw picks. Patrick Mahomes hasn't had many bad looking interceptions in his career, and especially not this year. But a lot of quarterbacks throw those kind of balls and get those picked. And you know, Mahomes did oh, have a lot of dropped that, interceptions or whatever. Speaking that of stat picks, is. Truman, uh, what about those four uh, dropped interceptions from Josh Allen? Are we getting? I it, right? it literally. Why they lost? Every time, every time there's a dropped interception, I tweeted out to make sure that we count it because that's why everybody said Mahomes didn't deserve the MVP this year is because of the made up stat as, of dropped interceptions. It's not of, of course, it's measurable technically, but it's just a ridiculous thing that we've all decided on. It was why Patrick Mahomes didn't believe this because he'd thrown the most dropped interceptions in NFL history. And I'm it's like, dumb. Jesus Christ, what are we don't even doing Don't get him doing started, guys. Point? Just don't I... get Truman started on, all right? <laughs> made up stats. Made up stats. But speaking of Patrick Mahomes, speaking of his legacy, Owen, if the Chiefs win this Super Bowl, and, and, and we always talk about how preemptive it is about how much we talk about, uh, like, how good the thing is. I get, like, we always talk about, preemptively right now everyone's like well Mahomes has had the best start to any career ever he's he's gonna be the goat and everybody goes slow down slow down about all that goat talk but let's talk about the present right now if Patrick Mahomes wins this Super Bowl and retires where do you put him all time on your quarterback list well uh you know judging off of the NBA you judge quarterbacks uh, strictly from the number of uh championships they've won and uh, on zero other metrics other than that. So that puts him ahead of Drew Brees, at least. Ahead of uh, Aaron Rodgers, for sure, because he'll have one, two, and they only have one. Um, no, I'm just joking. Um, but <laughs> but uh, he, he would honestly be top five, and I don't think it's a stretch to put him top five. I, I really don't. I no. mean, who are you – especially in terms of talent, who are you putting ahead of him? Right. That's – this so, is – So, I mean, but – it's that's such a like a weird kind of thing to say. Like if if his career ended, you know, tomorrow, um, it's not really quantifiable because you know Drew Brees has several records. You know, even Matt Stafford has some records, but he hasn't won any championships. All so he people has don't want stats. it. To... Yeah, right, Matt, exactly. Matt Stafford has has been to the playoffs twice. Question right, mark and gotten and gotten bounced both times. I yeah. would like to see Stafford go to the Colts. By the way, I think that would actually be i think there, i think there's some great landing spots for stafford for sure and we'll talk landing yeah, but, spots uh, for another guy also but yeah i just episode. i don't know man i just, top five top five uh, you know tom brady still has to be number one it's kind of like the uh the uh the jack you know of like in golf um jack versus tiger you know where i, I think we think that you know mahomes probably has better talent like like similar to tiger versus jack but it's gotta be real hard for Mahomes to get to that big number six. Right. I guess there's there's always the possibility that Mahomes falls off. Just like we thought Tiger Woods was gonna cruise right past Jack Nicholas, and then he didn't did not. He's just he's slowing down. He got hurt. It's he hard. had affairs, he got beat up by his wife. There's a lot of things going on in Tiger's career right. that made exactly. him not get there so, yet, for sure. That's that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know Who knows? Maybe Mahomes has some affairs, gets beat up by his wife. You never know, man. I mean, you know, or, you know, gets injured, starts to re-dislocate his knee, has, you know. Two turf, eight turf toes. Right. He only has two, only two working toes at that point. He's just got the pink, (laughs) the two pinky toes are fine. Yeah. But I also, 
this is and it's an overreaction. This is going to be an overreaction for sure. But I also wrote down top five. I mean, at the end of the day, your top five right now is Tom Brady, Joe Montana, uh, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, Dan Marino, and Drew Brees, probably, maybe right. Brett Favre, maybe Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So here's the stats about this, and and again, there's pe- and people in the chat point out that there's never been anybody like Mahomes. It's just going to be about longe- long- longevity. Longevity, yeah, for sure. And yeah. I, I totally agree about that, just like you said. But well, yeah, Truman, like just real quick before you start your point, a couple things go a different way, and Mahomes is the first quarterback ever to to start your starting career with three straight Super Bowls. Yeah, his starting career, yeah, for sure. It's People are always going to discredit what Mahomes has done in these first few years. That's the shittiest part is that people will say, well, in his first four years, he went to three Super Bowls. And it's like, God damn it. Because in his, I mean, in his first four years, he went to the AFC Championship game, three of his first four. And you're like, really, three of his first three? But it sucks because he's had that first year. But, okay, so so quarterbacks that have won one Super Bowl. So what, well, first, let's talk zero Super Bowls. Dan Marino's on your list. Dan Marino's on a lot of people's list. Dan Marino won zero Super Bowls. Right, but he was a, a, a twenty-yard kick away from winning from winning a Super Bowl and had one of you know the most egregious misses of all time. Right, right, right. But still, Dan Marino what won he won MVP in his rookie season or he, and went to the Super Bowl and lost. Is that what it was? Or he, he at least won Rookie yeah. of the Year? Yeah, I mean, it, but he never went back. He never went back to the Super Bowl after that, right? That's, I mean, that's a crazy thing, you know. That's why it's so important to see Mahomes win these now is because you never right. know. You absolutely yeah. never know. And Dan Marino, again, like we talk about, Dan Marino's probably top five quarterback for us. Never won well, a Super Truman, Bowl. Won one Truman, MVP. I, I was listening to 610 today, and they were talking about how important this win is for Mahomes as a legacy standpoint. Because right now, Tom, Mahomes and Tom Brady are 2-2. Two and two. So getting this win over Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, you know, right. people go, oh, he's 43. Well, People right. aren't going to talk about that. People go, people are just going to say, "Oh, you know, well, Mahomes is, is is three and two with a win in the Super Bowl over him." Right. It's going to be important in in terms of longevity, like you said. Right, and but so quarterbacks. I mean, the issue with quarterbacks is that it's all it's all about the Super Bowls. It's always going to be about the Super Bowls. If, if Tom Brady had half the amount of Super Bowls he has right now, he would be top ten. Imagine how screwed up the list would be, Truman, if somebody like Matt Stafford had a Super Bowl win. If, okay, so say say we get say Aaron Rodgers never exists at all, and I'm right. telling you, and and Matt Stafford is the one that wins that Super Bowl. Okay, wins that wins the one that Green Bay won. Sure, I would say that Matt Stafford's a better quarterback all time than than Drew Brees, but because Drew Brees has that has that Super Bowl lead over him. I think people want to say Drew Brees better. I think the thing about Drew Brees is he holds a lot of records. Matt Stafford is is good, but whether or not he'll challenge those records is a question mark for sure. He's never come close to winning MVP. He's That's only he's only been to the playoffs twice. It's yep. gonna he's how old is Matt Stafford? I mean, he came out. Gosh. I think he's a lot younger than people think. I'll, I'll check that for you. I think he's 27. No, no, he's in his mid 30s Yeah, he's thirty-two. Um, I didn't know he was that old. Oh, God. Yeah, right. So, 
Again, this could be, but it could be very defined by what happens whenever he goes, wherever he goes this offseason. If he goes to the Colts, he becomes an odd Mac contender. He goes and starts competing in in playoffs and wins playoff games. He'll move up that list quickly. I would legitimately be nervous about a Colts, uh, a Matthew Stafford uh, Colts. Probably. Maybe. That would make me more nervous than any team that we've faced so far. Right. But to, okay, sorry. To my point. We've we've got a lot of these top guys guys in the top five that have only won one Super Bowl or none. Drew Brees has only won one. Aaron Rodgers has only won one. Brett Favre's only won one. Dan Marino won zero. A lot of those guys you put in your top ten. Uh, two Super Bowls. You have Big Ben, which may be a top ten quarterback all time. Maybe. I'm not sure. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning won two. Eli Manning won two. John Elway won two. Bart Starr won two. And Robert Robert Staubach won two. Right. There's yeah, going to be maybe, some guys. Nobody's maybe, putting John Elway in their top five either, right? Right. But, I mean, I guess you could make a case for Staubach, but, I, you know, I never watched Staubach play. Yeah. Uh, three Super Bowls or more. Troy Aikman, which everybody agrees it wasn't because of him. Uh, yeah, Terry Bradshaw, again, not really respected in the top five, top ten debate. Maybe top ten debate, but probably not top five debate. Yeah. Tom Brady's won six. Joe Montana's won four. Uh Joe Montana probably is in the top two or three, depending where you put yep. Peyton Manning. Tom Tom Brady's number one. Should be number one right now, no matter who you are, even if you don't like him as a player. Right, so that's the crazy thing about Mahomes winning this, is Mahomes has won, at that point, he's won two Super Bowls and one MVP. And he's got amazing stats in all those seasons. That would put him probably above Drew Brees for me. Probably kick Drew Brees out of my top five. I know you, I know you're, I know, and, and Steve Young, yeah, sorry, Steve Young for the 49ers is also a great quarterback. I, I guess I always, as, as a youngin, I do forget about Steve Young coming right after Joe Montana, but that's my issues, man. I'd be tempted to kick Drew Brees. I know you think Drew Brees is the GOAT, but at the end of the day, you only won one Super Bowl and you never won an MVP. You got a lot of records. You got a lot of records, but you didn't. You didn't do any of the important stuff, and quarterbacks are measured by the important stuff they do. And, you know, Drew Brees is out maybe. Dan Marino. I mean, Dan Marino won a lot of MVPs and was the best quarterback in the league for a lot. Drew Brees will always be haunted by the fact that he's probably never the best quarterback in the league. He he had he was the third guy behind right. Manning and, and Brady. And by the time Manning was out, there was Rodgers. Or, you know, he was he's always been the right, top right. three quarterback, but he's never been the top quarterback. And Right. Yeah, so kind of as crazy Russell as it sounds. Keeps, if Russell Wilson keeps doing what he's doing, he'll just end up like Drew Brees. Sorry, sorry, Russell Wilson won. Yeah, Russell Wilson is this generation's Drew Brees. He will be the third best quarterback at all times. Probably. He'll probably always be a top three quarterback. And they'll always talk about him. They'll always say, well, he's so dang good. You can't forget about Russ. Yeah, you can. You can sleep on Russ. It's fine. We let Russ cook. He couldn't cook enough. He needs a defense. And he burned the wings, man. And, the and, wings. When he won the, and when he won the Super Bowl, he had a great defense. Russell Wilson's – again, anything can happen. Anything. We're Obviously, we're in a very tight vacuum of Mahomes' dom, dominance for the last three years. But, you know, I mean, MVP and two Super Bowl championships in three years, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough to debate against. It's true. Um, I think he's a Hall of Famer if he wins the Super Bowl this year. By the way, also, if he, uh, even if well, he retired, I thought he, was a, uh, I thought he was a Hall of Famer last year. 
There's not no he MVP he, and a Super Bowl. Probably got to win another one. You got to you have to this run of dominance. This would complete a dynasty run essentially. Yeah, I guess. And it it, it would do a lot for Mahomes' legacy for. Well, if, we still got Kelsey, and again, Kelsey this is years, again this is if he reti- were to retire after the Super Bowl is what right, I'm saying. Right, 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 right. So okay. Uh, moving on. Let's instead of looking at the overarching picture, let's let's look at the Super Bowl coming up. I want to talk about. Uh, if we can predict the storylines that will be going on for the next few weeks in the Super Bowl. Oh, you mean like headlines? Right. I remember last uh, year I was kind of upset because, I mean, upset in a, in a, in a bad way. Uh, obviously, this is the, the – not upset. Upset's not the right word. I was a little uh, – Kobe Bryant passed away a year ago today, right? So that was on right. the Monday of the Super Bowl week. And as yep. a Chiefs fan, I was really excited to see all the Super Bowl stuff and have all the questions and see all the stuff that they would ask them. And then it did become very Kobe, Kobe Bryant dominated, as the news cycle should have became very Kobe Bryant dominated. Right. I'm excited this year to see what the storylines will be because a lot of the storylines were about Kobe Bryant. And, you know, there was some storylines, but it wasn't a full Super Bowl week because the sports world was mourning so much. Right. Uh, right. So I want to ask you if we can guess some of the storylines that would be going into that will be happening during this next few weeks leading up into the Super Bowl, and I'll, uh, I'll no, give def- I'll I'll give you the first one. Uh, okay, oh. you, you can go ahead then. You go ahead. Tom Brady is the goat now, undisputed. It was un- probably undisputed, but now that he's done it on another team in another conference, it's done. That'll be he's some- won as many. As many NFC championships as Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. Right. You could turn into first take, uh, Skip and Shannon, uh, heard with Colin Cowherd at any point in time. One of them will probably be talking about this during this week for sure. Maybe uh, next week, def- definitely this week. There's definitely going to be a – Tom Brady has more game-winning drives than Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking Brady. Game's on the line. He's got the head-to-head. He's already proven he can done it. I I'm want, taking Brady. I want Iguodala. I want Iguodala yeah. to take that shot. Yeah, uh, Skip Bayless is going to take the Bucks. Uh, I'm willing to bet money on that. Skip Bayless is going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm willing to put money on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Skip Bayless will take them. Stephen A. will take them. Uh, I don't know what Stephen A. Stephen, Stephen A. Wild cards. Stephen A. Stephen A. will take them. Uh, um, I know that Shannon Sharp is obviously going to pick the Chiefs. Because it's actually funny because Stephen A. actually picked. Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship, and he was like, "I've been riding the goat this whole off, off, off uh, postseason." He's like, "But I gotta take that bad man, Aaron Rodgers." And then he lost, and he's like, "Oh, that's what I get forever taking Aaron Rodgers <laughs> over the goat." So I can almost promise you that Stephen A. will take. Tom that's Brady. good. I like that. I like that because then Mahomes can do a little yawn emoji on a you know a tweet yeah. like he did right. with, when people picked Josh Allen. Over. Oh my God! Uh, when people said Josh Allen had the dude, did, they, did, that tr- graphic from ESPN that had the tail of the tape that said that yeah. they had the quarterback advantage was insane. Dude, I am just praying that more stupid should not come back because you know, you know that Mahol, Tyreek, Kelsey, and uh, Patrick have a Twitter group chat where they just send all these memes because oh, they sure. are petty. They are so petty on Twitter, dude. This is one of the most petty Super Bowl winning teams I've ever seen, but it's so. They fun are to watch. so petty. You know, Tra- Travis probably the least out of all of them because he's you know he's the oldest one. He's kind of matured, you know. Right. He's got back with his girl. He's looking to settle down a lot more than young Trav. Yeah. But you know, McColl is just feeding the fire. McColl is just you know grabbing a freaking tub of gasoline like. You know, yeah, I you know, right, I'm, sure. I'm willing to bet McColl is doing all this. This is all McColl's idea. 
he seems like that kind of guy who finds these tweets like, oh, I'm going to fire up my quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, another another line, another line, headline that we've probably already seen a little bit already is, is the passing of the torch from uh, Brady to Mahomes. That'll be, yep. that'll be a big thing going on. And like I said in the last segment, Truman, I think the, uh, the head-to-head matchup is going to be a storyline. We're going to talk about that a lot. Because what if this is the last time Mahomes faces Brady? If he loses, will he ever be able to, even if he does get seven Super Bowls? You know? Yeah, they'll talk about him differently. If he doesn't beat Tom Brady here, they'll talk about Mahomes differently forever. Yeah. But, um, uh, I'll be making official predictions next week uh, about right, that. So. Right. Uh, Eric, uh, one that's already been a story of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And will be talked about, and they're going to ask him questions. They're going to ask everybody questions about this during press row week. If there will be a press row, I assume it will all be virtual. Uh, Eric being to me not being hired yet as a head coach. Right, that'll but be discussed. I, I think the longer that Texans head coach isn't that job isn't announced, I think the more likely it's Eric Bieniemy. They just brought Leslie Frazier in for a second inter- Le- Leslie Frazier, right? Frazier, yeah. I, it's, I'm pretty sure it is Leslie Frazier. Les- and he has the same agent as uh oh fuck, whatever Frank Easter, Reich? Easter Bay or whatever the the pastor that's running the Houston Texans organization right now. That oh, cancer. Really? Yeah, he's got the same agent as some of those guys, and that's that's a bad sign. That's that's interesting, but I think Eric Bieniemy already went for his second interview. Uh, I don't think so. He'd only been for one, and they were reluctant to give him the one. But uh, again, you're probably right. But it's either it's probably down to either being Leslie or Bieniemy. I think. Right. But you know, but uh, like I said, the longer this goes on, the longer I think it's Bieniemy. Right. Um. Another one that will be talked about as both these guys are cleared for healthy or cleared to be healthy for the Super Bowl. They've both made a statement that said they'll be healthy is, uh, of course, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown both going to the Super Bowl. Not with the oh, Steelers. I guess it was the health of Sammy Watkins also going to be on there. Sammy Watkins um, will play as well. I believe that even Legereus Sneed is going to be a talking point, mm-hmm. um, you know, at least briefly, maybe not a headline. It's going to be on there. Um, he, you know... The way he's tweeting, it seems like he's going to be healthy for it, honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Sammy Watkins is going to be big. You know, the dude that comes out of nowhere off injury to pop off with 100 yards is Sammy Watkins every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love to see him back. Oh, also, Carlton Davis. Have you seen his Twitter? Yeah. He, uh... he, he, he held down an extremely injured Michael Thomas and won't shut up about it. Yep. Well, because Michael Thomas wouldn't shut up about it because he's Michael Thomas, so... Right. I get it. I I've got no problem. Well, I mean, with but you can't hear Michael Thomas from very far away because of you know how how he sounds as a person. But. If if you think for some reason that wide that cornerbacks are talking way more shit than wide receivers, you you'd be wrong. I understand. That's I understand. one of the most unless shit your name's positions. I, I I'd be. Does Larry Fitzgerald talk shit? He seems like he's just like uh, too nice of a guy. Yeah, I, I think he talks a little bit, but not much. Okay. He seems like the Andrew Luck of wide receivers. He's not quite, but he's is. He's not he's not totally immune to it. Um, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. And you've already mentioned that people will pick uh, the the Bucks over the Chiefs because of Tom Brady, and that'll probably be the number one reason that anybody says is, "Oh, you're going to go against the goat in the in the Super Bowl." And it's like, okay, yes, sure, yes, I am. Yeah, but I mean, he is only he is six and three. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, okay, cool, dude. He did he really earn like four of those? Doesn't matter, does it? He won, he won Super Bowl MVP in four of them, didn't he? Well, okay, the one storyline that is going to be talked about is the head-to-head matchup touchdown versus interception stats. So right now it's tied 2-2, right? Do you know the touchdown and interception stats for oh, the previous four matchups? 11-3 and three versus 5-4 and four or 6-5? and five? 
six and five. Yeah. That's egregious. Right. Mahomes has 11 touchdowns, three interceptions. Brady has Brady six has touchdowns, six touchdowns five, interceptions. five interceptions. And has won two games. That's so dumb. That's that's bonkers. It's a team sport. Team sport, Owen. <sighs> yeah, team sport, team sport. That's ways to go, though. I mean, they ran it. They He moved them down the field passing it during when they won an overtime in the AFC Championship game, and then they ended also up handing, got off, helped the, by hand, a, a handing off the – Handing off the ball on the two-yard line to win in overtime. Roughing the, the there's roughing plenty the of there's the plenty 32. of calls. Plenty of calls. That's fine. That's fine. There's plenty of calls for sure. I'm just glad that Frank Clark didn't give Tom Brady any bulletin board material. I'll remember, see his remember, ass on Sunday. Remember what we talked about? Remember what we talked about last week? Browns fans, we understand, but that wasn't the only reason they lost that game, right? We all know that wasn't yeah, the reason. Yeah, I understand. We all understand. Mahomes played great in that AFC Championship game in the second half for sure. Right. We talked about. I admit yeah. that we talked about. Right. It. Um, but I would, uh, oh, story, another storyline, Truman. Uh, Frank Clark, you know he's gonna say something. Uh, Chris Jones probably gonna say something. You just said he didn't say anything. Like, Frank Clark didn't, but Chris Jones is because Chris Jones hates Tom Brady. Tyron Matthew will say something, for sure. Of course, but no, Chris Jones hates Tom Brady. I think since they don't see him e- each other as much anymore, I think a lot of those, a lot of that hatred for each other has died out. I don't think it's as... as Man, I hope not. I think it's really fun. A defensive tackle and a quarterback hating each other, that's a lot of fun. That is a lot of fun. I still liked Phillip Rivers. You know, I hated him when he played for the Chargers, but his banter with any of the Chiefs linemen, that's so fun. So fun. Just makes for a fun time. Right. Um, And, sorry, what what I was saying is the the number two reason that everybody will pick the Bucs over the Chiefs is Eric Fisher being out. That is... Cannot be understated. It'll be a very under underlying storyline mitch schwartz comes back mitch schwartz will probably not be back andy reed's already said that he said he's not very optimistic about it there's going to be a backup there's going to be there's going to be a back is going to be a a line full of backups for the chiefs come super bowl sunday and that'll be that should be a big storyline yeah maybe but uh yeah i'll talk to i'll talk to you next week about how much i'm sweating it i know i know how much you're sweating it um (laughs) Let's wrap up the chief stuff. I think we've talked we've talked a bit long. You know, we had, we had some, you know, we had some exploratory topics today. We're going to we're going to do we're uh anybody listening to this, we're going to be taking your Chiefs takes for next week. We're going to run through all your Super Bowl takes and all your Super Bowl predictions uh going going into the next week. You know, we'll we'll ask for score predictions, we'll ask for theories that you'll have about the game. We'll ask for your hot yep. takes and your cold takes and your unfortunate takes and things like that you know we'll put it we'll put yep. it on socials we'll put it on facebook and twitter dm us yes, tweet at us snapchat yeah let us know and then we'll we'll do it we'll do a whole episode next week covering all those things and yep. you know i don't know maybe we'll do i don't know i don't know we'll talk we'll talk um we got some ideas in the workshop i've got we've got some we've got some a big week brewing next week over here on the uh, Twitch channels of Steam Machine and Domination Seven, I think Just I think we've got a big boys. week Just coming. I think we've got a big week coming. Uh, but let's move on to the NFL real quick. Mm-hmm. We've got to talk about. There's only one NFL uh, other other than our Dommy Play of the Week and uh, Spotlight Player of the Week. There's one storyline I want to talk about, left, and uh, it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers seemed not thrilled after winning, after losing yet another NFC Championship game. He won his yep. first one. He's lost the last four in a row. And yep. again, I, I as a meme picked against them last week because they had lost three in a row. Now they have lost four in a row. <laughs> now he has lost four in a row. But a lot of it has been his coaching. He had he had a first he had a first year head coach last year. Matt Lafleur made a mistake, probably down the line there a bit. Mike McCarthy and the other two, 
So, but Aaron Rodgers seemed frustrated after the game. And he's not saying that he's going to leave the Packers and everybody thinks he'll be on the Packers next year. But my question is, Owen, we all think he's going to be on the Packers. But, like, do right. you really think he's going to be on the Packers next year? Uh, I just, I'm just going to put this as simple as way as possible. If the Packers let Aaron Rodgers go for Jordan Love next year, the fans should riot and burn down their front office. You have no that idea. Is, you haven't seen Jordan Love. People could have said that I, about Patrick I, you know, Mahomes before he played Week 17. Yeah, but, but Alex Smith isn't Aaron Rodgers, Truman. Aaron Rodgers, Alex Smith is not a consensus top three quarterbacks of all time in a lot of people's list. Aaron Rodgers is. If, if they let Aaron Rodgers walk, they're morons. Somebody said morons. Aaron Rodgers could be a backup for Mahomes next year. Always an option. Well, you know, the option I want to see is Mahomes handing the ball off to Lamar Jackson, but we don't get all, we, we don't we don't all get what we want. Okay? So it throws it throws it to Deshaun Watson out in the wideout slot for sure. That would be nice, you know, just turn Deshaun Watson into a tight end. That would be sick. Um, yeah. But no, Patrick Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be on another team. He's he's literally the new face of the franchise. They would be so dumb. It would be like Brett. It would be like Brett Favre going to the Vikings if. Aaron Rodgers was on, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't on the pack. And by the way, if Aaron Rodgers went somewhere, I guarantee you it would be to a rival team. He'd go to the Bears or he'd go to the Vikings because of how angry he would be at the uh, organization. Yeah. I, I, you can't force, you could force, you could, he could force his way to the Bears or like the Lions. The Vikings are probably set on Kirk. The Lions obviously are moving on from Matt Stafford, and the Bears are probably looking for somebody who isn't Mitch Trubisky. But Mitch Trubisky might have also won him uh, won himself a, a little bit more time with the Chicago Bears. Uh, yeah. yeah. This during this you know last push here, but especially with Allen Robinson exposing himself as a moron in this last couple. Of years. For sure. Um. But yeah, whether or not I I don't think we'll see Aaron Rodgers anywhere else. I think Aaron Rodgers is a Packer next year. I think he's a Packer. Till the end of his contract, I don't know what his contract looks like. Uh, but and 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 somebody also points out in the chat is that Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay is probably the best case scenario for him, and that's a good point. Except for maybe the Colts, maybe the Colts are a better option. You got T.Y. Uh, Hilton is basically go farther, the, farther east for his best scenario. New England. New England. No, no. You don't think he would do it? If I'm Aaron Rodgers and I hate the Packers and Bill Belichick, you don't have the enough. Winningest postseason coach in history says, "Hey, you should join my team." The biggest complaint that Aaron Rodgers has had all this time is that they didn't go and trade for weapons for him. Yeah. Why would he go to New England where there is no weapons, where they just let Tom Brady play with players off the scrap heap? And Tom Brady, you know, made him good. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers, you know, maybe Bill Belichick's probably a great talent scout and probably pulls some guys, but there's no way Aaron Rodgers wouldn't go into that situation. Anywhere that Aaron Rodgers would go would need a number one wide receiver. And Devontae Adams is better than T.Y. Hilton, but I think T.Y. Hilton, out of all the options, I think I've got I've got three options here listed. I had the Broncos, I had the 49ers, I had the Colts. Those would be the three options I think Aaron Rodgers, and I think Matt Stafford probably has the same kind of options. Maybe the Eagles... Whatever yeah, that's why he's going to do Carson something Winter. stupid and go to, like, Arizona. Like, that's why if he leaves, he's going to go somewhere none of us are expecting. <clears throat> Jacksonville? Ooh. 
Always. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Warm weather. Warm weather. But but again, none of those places have a number one wide receiver. That's why the Colts have, have the best option because they have T.Y. Hilton. The Broncos are probably the second best. They have a really nice young uh, wide true. receiver in DJ court. DJ Chark. DJ Chark, so good. True. <laughs> yeah. None of them are Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is a, is a top is a top three wide receiver in the league. I, I won't say top one because there's always a debate on where you put everybody. And, you know, we've talked about how underrated Tyree Kill is before. But I just wanted to ask you those questions. I want to get into that with you about Aaron Rodgers uh, because, because everybody was so upset. But um, let's move on to our weekly segments. Owen, can you give us your – is it a damning or a doming play this week, Owen? It's a damning play of the week. Dude, Matt LaFleur, dude, you're doing, you were doing so well. Delaware at, you know, second time Second time head coach doing so well you know you got your running back producing you got your wide receiver producing you got your like weird three tight end system working uh-huh. um and then you kick a field goal with two minutes left because your defense that hasn't really worked all game is now gonna make that clutch stop because you have three timeouts you know i get that two isn't guaranteed but with aaron Rodgers, two should be guaranteed you should be able to get three yards with aaron Rodgers with a play yeah, I, come on, dude. that's so bad. But also, that's Aaron so... Rodgers not running it on third down was incredible. Yeah, but but, but that's but, not also not Aaron Rodgers' game as much as it is for other quarterbacks. We're used right, to seeing Mahomes there, run that in, right? And, maybe, but there was also a DB like only four yards deep, so I don't know if he makes it. It's covering wide honestly. receiver. You expect the wide receiver goes and throws some blocks, and and at or, the end of the day, then it's fourth and one, fourth and two instead of fourth and six. Yeah, exactly. So, but. You're you're you in four down not, territory. You gotta be you gotta be thinking about chunks. You gotta be thinking about getting halfway right. on third you down. Can't, at least. You can't kick the field goal there, man. You cannot kick the field goal there. That is so terrible. But at the same time, their defense had picked off Tom Brady three times in the second half. They've been shutting it down. They had all three timeouts. They had over two minutes left. Yeah, go for the win. And they basically had four. They basically had four timeouts. Yeah, always go for the win. I'm a but big if I'm it a was big, I'm a big go for it. I'm a it, big I'm a big take take the win yourself. If it was yeah. Patrick Mahomes, sure. But it's Tom Brady in year 15, 18, 20, or whatever year this is fucking is for Tom yeah, whatever, Brady. Dude, I'm just... Tom Brady Tom Brady screamed so loud that the Green Bay wide receiver dropped the easy touchdown. So I yeah, I get it. I I get it and I don't get it from Matt LaFleur. It's oh, very by the similar way, but to speaking of that touchdown, of um, if that touchdown does go through, uh Green Bay still loses by one, by the way, because it's a four point swing. But I mean, but again, fourth and even four, if he, fourth and even six. If, that touchdown that that kid dropped that no one's ever heard of, uh, if he actually catches that, the Packers still lose by one. So. Well, but you go for two. So, I mean, uh, you know. They wouldn't have gone for two at the time. But Tom, but they wouldn't kick a field goal. It, it's it's a much different scenario. Would they have not kicked a field goal? Yes. The, Tom Brady, would. they would have kicked a field goal, but then they would have only been down a field goal. And then everybody goes, cool, you kicked a field goal. I mean, this is the same people that are upset about Steven, Steven Stefan? Stefan? No, Stefanski. No, Stefanski. Kevin Kevin Stefanski? Yep. Uh, I, I keep on thinking, I, I always want to mix him up with with Steven Wisniewski, which is the offensive She's lineman for the Chiefs. Yeah. Starter now? Yeah, I mean, he started in the Super Bowl last year also. Um, <laughs> He's going to do the same thing he did last year. Get right. signed on late for depth and then start. Yeah, but... It's the same thing for Kevin Stefanski. Everybody was like, I can't believe he kicked that field goal. Dude, it was fourth and nine. 
the defense had shut him down on that drive. I get it. You kicked it. I mean, and you're facing Chad Henney. You're facing Tom Brady. I understand why you've kicked it. While I don't agree with it per se, I understand it more on fourth and nine and instead of fourth and goal from the six. But, I mean, still, everyone's like, I can't possibly understand why this happened. You know why this happened. It's because they thought I mean, their defense I, and their defense couldn't get it done. I can understand why, but I still think it's the wrong decision, and that's why it makes my damning play of the week. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, from the other game that happened this week, I have Steen Spotlight Player of the Week. I have Travis Kelsey as Steen Spotlight Player of the Week. Probably the best. Uh, he has now moved into probably being the best playoff tight end of all time. Uh, questioned, questioned with Gronk, probably. Gronk, obviously, is... They play different style games. Gronk catches a lot of touchdowns. Travis Kelsey does everything else. And, and still catches touchdowns. Right. It, but just not as many. I mean, that'll always be the debate that Patriots fans will always have is that Gronk caught so many touchdowns during during these games. And it's like, yeah, one, he couldn't stay healthy, so I don't really care. Two, it doesn't really matter. He just caught a lot well, of three-yard touchdowns. Travis Kelsey's going to have more touchdowns by the end of his career because Gronk's going to retire because he's got a billion toward ligament. Right. But, yeah, but a shout-out, a quick shout-out to Travis Kelsey as he moved into probably being, uh, you know, only, only uh, tight end with five... 100-yard reception receiving games in the playoffs in his third oh, – I, no, I guess he's had a few trips to the playoffs, sorry. But only his third trip to the playoffs with Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, ideally there's probably three or four or five more for him. He can really widen this gap a bit. And, right. you know, he, had, he, he caught 13 balls for 118 yards and two touchdowns this week. An absolutely right. monster performance when, you know, everybody – was There's, talking about Matt Milano. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was all about Matt Milano and things like that. But Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill came to play. And Patrick Mahomes, I think, threw 295 yards to them or so. I think that's the number off the top of my head yeah. uh, that he threw to tra- Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. They both had monster games. Because Tyreek uh, had like 176 yards or something, right? Right. But because of Travis Kelsey moving into probably being one of the best playoff tight ends of all time, I've got to give it to Travis Kelsey here. For my Steen Spotlight Player of the Week. Oh, Truman, what I thought was really funny is that when Travis Kelsey dropped that ball, everyone was like, oh, no. That was like his second drop of the year. He does it, and he does it every year. You know, somebody tweeted out, tweet out, it's like, you know, it wouldn't be a Chiefs playoff run if you if the Chiefs weren't down two scores and Travis Kelsey dropped a dumb ball that everybody's really upset about. And it's like, yeah, that's fair. And then Travis Kelsey, of course, you know, goes and pops off just like he did, <laughs> just like he did last year, just like he did <laughs> the year before that. You know, it's whatever. But... That'll do it for the sports content. Let's get into some of our commentary content here to wrap up the stream. Uh, I asked you, we've got the Super Bowl coming up. So our top Sorry. five of the week, is, I asked you, what are your top five Super Bowl appetizers, Owen? All right. So this was a tough one, and I kind of got some late entries as I was making this one. Oh, some so late entries. So my list is kind of all over the place, but here's how it goes. All right. So uh, number five, just your standard cheese dip. You know, I know you like Rotel. Um, um, but uh, I mean, just whatever your favorite cheese dip is, that's my number five. Mine's just, you know, basic, just cheese dip, you know, from, I don't know, Qdoba or something. I don't know. I don't make the cheese dip. Is there any other type of cheese? You've never made the cheese dip? No. You guys don't get just that Velveeta block, chop it up, throw it in the, throw it in the crock pot, two cans of Rotel. That's it, dude. Well, I know. Somebody fry some meat if you want it. Truman, I'm not. I, I'm not a cook. I'm, I don't cook. This is. This is you ain't got to be a cook. I'm... I'll close my eyes and do it for you right now, dude. 
You only got to yeah, chop up fine. the Velveeta if you want it to melt a little faster. Well, there you go. There you go. It, it, you can put Rotel in there. It's good. It, it belongs in the number five spot. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Number four. Uh, had it during the playoffs last year at the uh, the house that we watch all the playoff games. It's this uber spicy salsa. Ooh, okay. Now, bear with me. It's called Devil's Crotch because it's that spicy. But the flavor is so delicious Cheesy that until you slightly, huh? That until until your mouth burns up, it's just so good, Truman. It's, oh. it's so good. It's gonna make my list. You know, I like my spicy food. This is probably on the too spicy end, but the flavor, like you know, most spicy stuff is just like yeah. I'm pouring lava on my tongue. Ouch. Mm-hmm. But before the lava hits your tongue, is the sweet kiss of Gordon Ramsay cooking. Right. You know, some some real gourmet, delicious I mean, blended flavors. We talked it's about good. it last night on Grub Buds. Uh, the Monday food podcast that we do where we talked about how they had a spicy sauce that we ate last night that had a depth of flavor that made it nice. But yes. Okay. Yeah, so it was kind of like that depth of flavor, but a lot spicier. Okay. All right. But yeah, I, I really loved it. I had more than anybody else there. I took it home because nobody else wanted to eat it because it was too spicy, but I did. And I ate that, ended up eating that whole thing eventually. Devil's crotch looking it up right now, not on Google image search. Just well, there's not, you're not going to find you're not going to find anything because that's just what we call it. The dude who made it didn't even have a name for it. And, and my dad and I looked at each other. We're like, yep, it's called Devil's Crotch. And we named it ourselves. What are we even doing here? All right. All right. <laughs> it was just really spicy. All right. I don't know what else to say. Um, number three, fried pickles. Uh, I think Ooh. that's a great appetizer, especially homemade. If you ever fried pickles yourself, they're even better. <laughs> That's not true. We fried pickles. You remember when we fried pickles at 308? Yeah, it was delicious. It was terrible. It came out terribly, dude. It was awful. The breading didn't stick to half of the pickles. (laughs) No, I enjoyed my fried pickle. Because we did pickle spears like idiots. We should have done pickle slices. There's so many (laughs) things that went wrong during that. That was just, you know... 20, 21-year-old college guys trying to fry pickles. I've fried my own pickles. You went back and tried it again? Tried it well, more? Yeah, my, well, yeah, we had a catfish dinner one time. We were frying some catfish. We also fried some pickles. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fried it pickles. It was delicious. Sure. I just, you can't convince me that they're, that homemade pickles are better just than like. Just hotly contested all my top five. The ones that like, the ones that, the ones that like Texas Roadhouse. Fantastic. Oh, uh, yeah. Very good. Very good. All right, number two, jalapeno poppers. Speaks for itself. Ooh, good one, good one. Get yourself a jalapeno, stuff it with cream cheese and bacon, slap it on the grill or fry it either way. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and number one, wings, man. Wings. Whatever flavor of wing uh, is your top favorite, it's there. It's it's iconic. Um, obviously, flats are the best. Everyone knows this. Um, but, yeah, wings. You know, get yourself some ranch, some nice, decently spicy wings, but not too hot. You want to settle at around a buffalo level of heat. So after you eat a whole bunch, you're like, man, that was a little bit spicy. But mm-hmm. it's not like burning you up or anything. A medium, a and, buffalo medium. I wouldn't right. I wouldn't necessarily go buffalo hot, but buffalo for like appetizer-wise, yeah. buffalo hot's a little bit much. Buffalo medium's a great appetizer. Yeah, yeah. so you, you, you taste it, you're like, mm, that's a little bit spicy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, mm, that's some spice. But it's not like, ooh, that's some spice. Just, you know, mm, that's some spice there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's why it's at my number one spot. So running it back through, we've got uh, whatever cheese dip you want, Rotel and the like. Then uh, super hot salsa. I call it Devil's Crotch. Uh, number three is uh, oh gosh, fried pickles. Number two, jalapeno poppers, and number one, just whatever flavor wings you want, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good list. Good list. All right. Moving on to my list. My number five. Uh, 
there's gonna be a theme that you'll see here is that I'm, I'm gonna give it to you right now three of these five items that i've got up here are dips a great dip can go so many so long on a super bowl party is by the end of it you're dipping everything in it you know somebody cooked burgers you're dipping burgers in the dip I, you know yeah. you're dipping you know well, Truman, i know you to be a dip guy so this does not surprise i'm me a all. big dip guy yeah i love i love, not i don't not tobacco wise i just like dipping my food in sauces or things like that so right. right that being said my number five is a nice spinach artichoke dip i think this is a fantastic appetizer anywhere you go if we if, if we go to a restaurant you're with me there's two things that i look for the other one is later on in this list but the other one spinach artichoke dip if they have a spinach artichoke dip i'm all if you're like oh i don't know what we should get i should i'm always going to recommend the spinach artichoke dip i'm like we should give it a go um so number five spinach artichoke dip number four and honestly, I had to add this in. I had soft pretzels written in here. Yep. We did that one year where we went to like Costco and they sell the soft pretzels and that was good. But after you mentioned on your list, I had to rotate it in. And that's the bacon wrapped stuffed jalapenos. Absolutely yep. fantastic. I love me a bacon wrapped jalapeno. It's it's that it's that perfect blend of spicy and creamy with the cream cheese and it's just oh, symphony. And you know, yep. Yep. You can mix what you should do on the side. Again, I'm a big dip guy. We just talked about it. But you mix ranch and a barbecue sauce. Mix that together. That's perfect for that. Because really? especially I smoke mine. I put them on the well, smoker. What kind of barbecue sauce? Are we talking like Sweet Baby Ray's? Are we talking KC Masterpiece? We're talking, well, we're talking like, I mean, again, you live in Kansas City. If you're eating Sweet Baby Ray's or KC Masterpiece, I'm going to come over there and slap you myself. Well, I mean, right, right, right. But those are just the flavor palettes. Like, are you going more of like a sweet barbecue or more of a smoky? Uh, probably more of a sweet to kind of balance off that balance so off that spicy sweet baby raised style sure but i don't like but i you know i i think the best barbecue sauce in kansas city is either lc's or gates and i like i like the yeah. gates sauce and gates is actually spi on the spicier side when you mix it in uh but you mix that in, yeah. in with the ranch and if, if you smoke those jalapeno Ooh, poppers you put you put those on the babies on the smoker oh and you mix it Gate, that ranch sauce barbecue is like a vinegary sauce right it's a little thinner. It's a little thinner of a sauce for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I had it just a couple of weeks ago. It's very good. I think that you're right. Maybe mixing that with some ranch would be. The Gates Gates Extra Hot, I think, is the best in the city. Uh, right. So, yeah. Number four, bacon wrapped jalapenos. Jalapenos. Uh, number three, and you already mentioned this, is uh, the buffalo wings. Uh, I love me a good buffalo wing. I'm a boneless guy. And. Speaking of, people always say, well, you know, boneless is just sauce chicken nuggets. Don't give a shit. Call it sauce chicken nuggets. I'll still order it over bone-in wings. It's still better. I don't care about it. You can you can make fun of me or whatever. I don't give it. I don't I don't care. I don't care what high horse you're on for eating bone-in wings over boneless. I don't know what the weird high horse that everybody gets on about that is, but I'd much rather eat bone boneless wings. Um but so, so that being said, I'd also this. eat I'd also eat bone-in wings, but I think that the uh, I've actually recently moved off of boneless wings at wow. a specific restaurant. Is it the peanut? I've been a very, it, it was uh, well, first of all, you should I, I, the peanuts wings are delicious no matter what you. I mean the best but ones I think in Casey, that, probably. I yeah. think that the flavor of wing from Wingstop specifically is better if you get bone in. Interesting. And I'd encourage I'd encourage you to just order the boneless and the bone in because it's actually a different flavor of chicken. I just at Wingstop. I, Yes, we stop specifically. I, at Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm still getting boneless. 
but I'm at Wingstop specifically. I hate to tell you this. You know what I get at Wingstop? What do you get? I get the sauce tenders. I've heard those are good, though. That's so. the best way to go. Sauce tenders. I get the hot, the original hot. Uh, but, yeah, number three, buffalo wings. Number two is the uh, – oh, sorry. And also for buffalo wings, I would mention that you can make call, cauliflower, fried cauliflower buffalo wings, yeah. and they're not terrible. I did it last I, year. I mean, it doesn't sound – I mean, this is like seasoned, seasoned, flavorless broccoli with a crunch. You know, it's probably pretty good, actually. Right. And people will be like, it tastes just like a wing. It doesn't taste just like a wing. It's obviously buffalo cauliflower. You're not tricking anybody. You're like, this isn't chicken, but it's still pretty good. I, I, I'd recommend it, it as like another, a nice little alternative. If you're looking for alternatives, that's a good place to add it in. Or also just a nice little snack. Um, yeah. Okay. That being said. Yeah, uh, apparently Q39 has the fried cauliflower wings, and they're fire. I, I, I could believe that. Um, well, I don't. my feelings on Q39 is uh, we won't talk about it. But I uh, number two is I think the better way to eat buffalo wings is a buffalo chicken dip. Woo-wee, yeah, man. Oh, I love me a buffalo chicken dip. Dips are so – I love dips at Super Bowl time. And the buffalo, a buffalo chicken dip – I didn't get introduced to this until, like, I think a friend's party. Shout out Tristan Cottle and his uh, and his mom, for sure. Um, well, Truman, can I counter with buffalo chicken anything? Buffalo chicken anything's really good, but buffalo chicken dip is incredible, man. It's just That's a true. nice shredded chicken in there, uh, a buffalo and cream cheese, a uh, buffalo sauce and cream cheese mixture. Uh, it's fantastic. And, you know, there's it's very simple to make. Uh, like High V will put out, well, like I think we've made it at home. The first time we made it at home, High V put it into a, like an like a grocery ad, and I was like, Mom, Dad, we gotta make this, and they were like, Cool, whatever, yeah, that's fine. So Buffalo chicken dip number two, number one, we already talked about it. It's the simplest dish, but goddamn it, ain't the best. It's it's the thing you can always count on to be fantastic at a, at a nobody's messing it up. It's always great. You can dip again. Dip whatever. By you're drunk enough by the end of the game, you're dipping whatever in there. Anything and everything. I was dipping brisket in this last last year. I was Ooh. dipping a lot of things. Ooh. Rotel cheese dip. It's simple. It's easy. Get the Velveeta block. Cut it into cubes so it melts faster. Open two cans of Rotel. Put those babies in, or maybe pour out the sauce and then put the put put all that in. If you want to fry up and brown up some taco meat or just some regular ground beef. Ground sausage, even add a little spice, fantastic. Easiest dip, easiest dip to do. Very good, absolutely great. Rotel dip number one. So, taking us from five to one, that'd be uh, number five was spinach artichoke dip. Number four is bacon wrapped jalapenos. Number three, buffalo wings. Number two, buffalo chicken dip. And number one, rotel. Ooh, chorizo in the rotel. Oh, now we're talking. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> I like it, but yeah, uh, Truman. Sean says that if you uh, keep the sauce, if you're uh, making a bunch, so it's a little bit thinner. But mm-hmm. if you don't expect it to be out for long, don't pour in the sauce. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Rotel dip number one for sure. Goaded for me. Uh, that'll do it for the normal stuff. We'll do pop culture wrap up minutes. Owen, where can we find you at? You can find me on twitch.tv slash domination7, uh, Twitter with the same handle, at domination7, and that's D-A-H-M-I-N-A-T-I-O-N-7. Nice. 
And of course, I've been Truman Steen, the Steam Machine. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Steam Machine. That's S-T-E-E-H-N-M-A-C-H-I-N-E or Twitter by the same handle. Uh, on Monday, if you'd want to listen to us talk more about food, we do a podcast called Grub Buds. That's uh, live on Monday on twitch.tv slash Steam Machine at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, and it's also, it, if you're listening to this on Spotify or wherever you're listening to your, or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this, you can also find Grub Buds there as well. Um, but that brings us to our pop culture minutes to wrap up here. Owen, what's your pop yep. culture? What do you want to talk about this week? So, you know, nearing, uh, the Super Bowl with the Chiefs and the Bucks, I'm actually going to do a, a similarly, a kind of related topic. You know, uh, as we all know, Truman, uh, third year Letterman is one of the only Twitter accounts that survived probably the tenure of us going through college. Uh, we talked about, you know, Sports Talk uh, Barry is still, you know, out there and still producing good content, but not nearly as many bangers as he was previously. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the topic of, you know, funny Twitter trolls, I'm going to talk about a Twitter troll that I just think is not good. I think the content is poor, and I, I don't understand why people think it's funny, and that's uh, Official John, who is that guy that you see under every sports post, with the oh. Buccaneers logo. Oh God! Oh, that so guy dumb. is the least funny guy ever. He he could be funny if it wasn't under literally and if it wasn't under literally everything. It's under every sports post, every ESPN comment section, every Fox Sports, every CBS Sports, every Nickelodeon Sports, and then just under all regular news articles mm-hmm. as well. And he's just copy pasting a lot of the comments. Yeah, I think that's the it's, frustrating it's, part. It's it's not it's not good. Um, he's got a couple burners to you know to to retweet his stuff, and then he's also got uh, two explainer bots that follow him around. There's an official John explainer, and then there's official John explainer explainer. <sighs> it's it's not it's you know. You, you're never going to be as good as Barry was at his height. And you're not going to beat him now, even. Mm-hmm. So please stop. It's not funny. I'm over it. You know, maybe because I'm talking from the Chiefs fan and he likes to clown the Chiefs. Maybe. But I, it's the posting frequency is too much. It's not enough big account trolling. And it's mostly just cringy reply guy. So I'm, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it's just like... That's the issue, I think, with the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl is now they've attracted all the 17-year-old bot kids that'll, you know, uh, James Harden, blah, 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 season, blah, 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 era, blah, 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 something, you know, what random player on the team they're cheering for, era, season, blah, 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 stuff like that. And it's always awful stuff. And, like, they keep on commenting under the Chiefs stuff that says, like, win a real ring or fraud and stuff like that. It's like, dude, this isn't funny, man. They're like, it's a Mickey Mouse championship. And we talked about this. It's not a Mickey Mouse championship. They called the bronze championship in the NBA last year a Mickey Mouse championship because he won it in Orlando or whatever. And everybody was mad about the legitimacy of it. Even though it's probably the most legitimate in an NBA title anyone's ever won because there was no home field advantage or anything at all. Uh, but... Yeah, that, I think that's an issue is that they've attracted a lot of those guys now since they've won the Super Bowl. And anytime the Chiefs post on Twitter, there's a bunch of comments. Or Patrick Mahomes cool. tweets. There's a bunch of comments from those accounts now that's just like, win a real – and it's just – it's not funny, but they get followers and stuff, and you're like, why Why do we keep engaging with these guys? But 
So real quick, Sherman, before you do your minute, I just want to do one last sports thing. I just saw a tweet uh, from at Chiefs Highlight. Uh, the most reception yards in the playoffs since 2018. Tyreek Hill with 609 is number one. Travis Kelsey with 565 is number two. Sammy Watkins at 464 is number three. And Devontae Adams is number four at 431. Really? That's in the last two <laughs> years or the last three three years? In the, in the last uh, – since 2018. So I'd assume that means including 2018 but I'm not 100% sure. Well, it was 2019, 2020, and 2021. So, yeah, so all three of those playoffs. Yeah, so <laughs> those Jesus. are your leaders. Jesus. Um, it helps that the Chiefs went to the AFC Championship game. I mean, they've got more games in that three-year span than anybody else also. But Be yeah, quiet, dude. For sure. Ruining my narrative. I know. You're ruining my immersion. <laughs> all right. Uh, that brings us to my pop culture minute. I want to talk about – uh, the thing that's kind of taken over some some parts of Twitter and Reddit today, and I want to talk about the Wall Street bets, guys. This is so funny. Uh, you, we we were talking about this earlier. So, Wall Street bets is a subreddit. It's r slash Wall Street bets. It's a subreddit where they talk about uh, stocks and they go and bet random stocks and do stuff. They also got in trouble like a few years back for like exploiting a Robinhood loophole that lost Robinhood like millions of dollars. Like people got charged for that. That was a big issue. And it's it, it's as close as you get to insider trading, but it's not really. They're all just coordinate. It's all coordinated stock buying. But what they've done is they bought GameStop because a, another hedge fund was trying to illegally short, or they're trying to do an illegal type of shorts, which is when you bet on a stock to fail or fall. They were doing that to GameStop. They were doing a. It was called. It's called a naked short. There's a I learned all of this today, so I might be explaining it terribly to all the business guys. I'm very sorry. All the business bros that listen to this podcast. But and the funniest part of the about this is that in response to that, Wall Street Bets has bought a bunch of games games GameStop stock and it's been raising it, which has been losing these guys, I mean billions of dollars. This hedge fund, billions of dollars. And people like people bought millions like uh, one guy bought like $1.5 million of GameStop stock like two months ago. And now it's at like, I think somebody said it was over $200 million right now. It's 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 insane what's going on right now. Or, or maybe it's 26 mil. It's something ridiculous, but it's very funny. I just think it's very fun. Uh, it's a way that, you know, the little guys are literally sticking up to a billion dollar hedge fund company. And I think that's kind of fun and funny. So... I just thought I'd mention that. I just wanted to bring some attention to that. For what it's worth, I know I was just letting you finish, and I wasn't really providing you with any uh, reaction. Oh, but it's hilarious. Oh, it's, Uh, yeah. These people are doing it illegally, and then getting smacked for billions. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's it's the best thing, because it's it's like, man, I kind of feel bad for them. Why would you feel bad for a million-dollar company that's doing stuff illegally, that is getting burned by the the little man? And, And a lot of those little guys are getting rich off of it, too. Which yeah. is kind of, I mean, that's you know. The, that's the real American dream. Yeah. Stealing from the cheating rich to give to the undetermined amount of money. People. Right. And somebody pointed out that this is where they come for all the business content. So I I appreciate I'm, I appreciate you that you guys you are go. here for it. And uh, so I just, you know, I got to call out all the business bros here that listen to it. Uh, but I think that's going to about do it. Uh, you know. You guys, uh, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll be straightforward. Uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you might hear a little bit of a cut earlier in the episode. We had a smoke alarm go off uh, in my apartment. We, we set the smoke alarm off probably seven times in the past three days or so. I feel like we're in the, we're also in the upstairs apartment. We're in the, we're the third floor of the 
of the building. So it's got to be annoying our downstairs neighbors. But, you know, that's what you got to do as an upstairs as an upstairs apartment person. You have to annoy the downstairs for sure. Um, but that's going to do it for us. Again, uh, make sure to check us out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, also worth a shot to check out Grub Buds. We actually had Owen on Grub Buds this week. We, we tried the fiery uh, burger and chicken tenders from Hardee's and it was, you know, it was a good episode and we had a lot of fun. We talk about weird news and eat, eat food and give it ratings and we'll, we'll eat the, we'll eat the scary foods for you, the scary new foods for you. So you guys don't have to, but again, I've been Trumstein. That has been Owen Dom. Again, shoot us your chiefs takes your chiefs predictions, all sorts of stuff for next week. And, uh, we'll be getting you ready for the Super Bowl, and we'll, it'll be exciting next week. So oh, again, if you made it this far, we appreciate you making it this far. Uh, is that it? Have I said it all? Yeah, you got it, dude. All right. Well, love you guys. See, See you next, next week. <laughs>